Hello one and all and welcome to the 398th episode of the Quarantine Cast recorded on Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. Please ignore the leaf blower going on outside of my window. I, th- I think they're leaving. I think they're going away soon. I hope they are. Andrew is here. Andrew has a hard out that he's about to explain, maybe? Oh, uh, no. The, oh. I mean, I wasn't going to explain it, but I can. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast, but I did get engaged a couple weeks ago. So, uh, right now, my fiance and I are going back to the... Uh, I guess you could call it a, a jewelry dealership, mm-hmm. um, you know, a jewelry store uh, to, like, make sure all that shit is still good and then get the wedding bands, Oh, which I guess is a thing that you're supposed to do early on and you get a discount if you do. It may just be like a marketing tactic, but um, I spent most of today uh, not working... Because I didn't want to, and it was just a hard <laughs> day of work. And instead, I watched a bunch of, like, uh, self-reliance YouTube videos on things like how to build a log cabin, how to field dress a deer, how to, like, make a chimney in the woods, you know, uh, how people cooked food in the 1700s. Why did people drink grog? What is grog? All that kind of shit. Is... I... I know that grog is a pirate drink, but I don't know what's in it. It's water and rum. Oh. Yeah, you make the rum last longer. Hell yeah. Well, no, it's it's to sterilize your water so that you're not drinking, like, sludge. Oh. Yeah. Look at those pirates being, being uh, d- d- industrious. Mm-hmm. innovative because if you you got a couple of barrels of water and then you're out on the ocean after like two or three weeks it's just poison yeah if you drink it you will die so then you i don't know what the ratio is but it's like a portion of water and then a portion of rum and it keeps stuff from growing in it you huh. can drink it and like kind of get hydrated <laughs> And they said they, they did that initially because, or like they, they had to keep it mixed. Mm-hmm. One, because it like kept the bacteria and stuff from growing. But also like it, the, the sailors would have a rum ration and they wouldn't drink their like one glass of rum a day, you know, and mix it with their water. They would just like stockpile it and then get fucking pissed drunk one day and then you'd have like a drunk crew and they couldn't operate the boat so they had to just like mix it in with the water and give it to them like a little bit at a time yeah grog yeah so that's what i've learned in quarantine as we come up towards the end of this uh series that we've been doing during the quarantine in my time to go back and work in the offices approaching. That's what I've learned in the last, like, 19 months. Grog is water and rum. (laughs) I... 
the internet rabbit holes of quarantine definitely sounds like an article I would read somewhere. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, you're giving me a lot of avenues to pivot off of in conversation. Now there's a plane going on overhead, and that's frustrating to me. Um, so, uh, it, are you worried that, like, your fingers will change sizes at all after getting your wedding bands set and sized like that? I don't yeah. know. It's weird. Are you going to be a guy who wears their wedding ring? Yeah. You think? Okay. Why not? No, I feel like most guys I know don't. Most married guys. I don't know any married guys that don't wear their wedding ring. Okay. How many married guys do you know? Dozens, I guess. Like I mean, I don't mean like entire life. I mean, like people that are your peers. I. I don't mean just like all your teachers and parents, friends, and relatives and shit like that i mean like people our age are they not wearing their wedding rings yeah there's seven or eight Mm. maybe like half of them don't wear their ring i i mean granted i don't think i've paid that much attention but i'm pretty sure every married guy that i know from like work and like i don't i don't think i know any guys from school that are married yet not that we um, hadn't hung out with, yeah. Yeah. Um, not not in our milieu. But I think, yeah, guys from work and shit like that, I think they all wear their wedding rings. Okay. Hmm. Fair. Good for them letting, them letting people know they're off the market. Also, I told Jade she had to pick one out that looks fucking cool. Yeah. Give me a cool ring. Okay, so this is actually... Um, I've wanted to pivot to this for a while so this is the great oh boy this okay. is a great opportunity to um there is a jewelry store in madison uh, i've never been to it it's called um actually i think it's a national chain i'm not sure so maybe you've heard these commercials do you have a kessler's diamonds and shit out there do you hear those radio commercials I, i've heard the kessler's diamond commercials more times than i care to remember yes okay so it is a national thing I, I remember them from when I was in the Midwest. I, I think oh, they were out okay. here too, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, they've, they've gotten absolutely unhinged. <laughs> the, the, Ke- the Kessler's commercials are fucking psychotic. Um, one, they're really long. Yeah. And it's always like conversations happening between people and just weird things of like, this is what you need to buy. You need to come in and get this thing right now. Um, and I remember it was the first time I really paid attention to it was what seemed like subliminal messaging like a long time ago of like, why do you need to get a diamond? A diamond means love. A diamond means you love your wife. If you don't get a diamond, she won't think you love her. Um, Diamonds last forever. Diamonds are forever. It was just like, like, what the fuck? It sounds like just people like whispering in your ear. Um, And then the funniest one from maybe a couple years ago that I remember that I still hear every once in a while is this woman talking who's supposedly a customer and speaks in a very like just regular person on a radio commercial voice like not trained anything like that Mm -hmm. Um, my husband bought me an engagement ring and we got engaged 
And then we got married, but he refused to wear a wedding ring because he thinks that they're lame and he thinks the jewelry is girly and I really wanted him to wear a wedding ring. And then I thought, what if I got him a sports ring? And then it like cuts to the dude and like, yeah, I wouldn't wear jewelry because like it's lame and rings are for girls. But then my wife said, what if we put a Packers logo on it and like a sports ring? And I went in and they showed me all the cool different options of how they could laser engrave different logos into my wedding ring. So now I've got the Packers logo on my ring and I wear it all the time. I think it's super cool. I'm like, holy shit, this guy fucking sucks. This guy sucks so much. Uh, yeah, this ring means that I love the Green Bay Packers. Also, my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like. And, but no, no, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. In the last like two weeks, I've started hearing these ones where they're advertising what they're what they are calling big anniversary diamonds. Big is not an adjective. Big anniversary diamond is the proper noun altogether. Big <laughs> anniversary diamond. What's a big anniversary diamond, you may ask? It's a diamond that is at least twice as large as the diamond on their engagement ring. Are you saying that people are buying uh, anniversary diamonds? That's correct. People are buying anniversary <laughs> diamonds that are at least twice as big. Why twice as big? It says, I love you twice as much now than I did when we got married. Wow. So you're saying this is all the rage? That's right. Everyone's buying big anniversary diamonds. Even ladies. What? Yeah, ladies are buying anniversary diamonds for their men. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and then <laughs> I remember in one version of the commercial, this dude says, yeah, even ladies are buying, like, big anniversary diamonds. Everyone's buying them. And then the woman going, like, okay. Like, not 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 fitting with the rest of the commercial at all. Like, a very confused, skeptical, okay. And then a pause. Come on down to Kessler's Diamonds and get your big anniversary diamond today. Even even the actor couldn't keep it going, huh? Like, like what the I, fuck? It, I am happy for you. I I saw the ring. You bought Jade. It is magnificent. I, I, she very clearly loves it. Everyone knows diamonds are a scam, right? Yeah. Like, that's... I, so, Kessler's Diamond, or whatever the fucking name of the company is, I don't want to give them the free promo... They're just gaslighting people into you thinking know, exactly. this is a, like this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. This is normal, and if you don't, you are a bad partner, you're right. a bad spouse, um, and that's why the whole like it has to cost at least a three month salary. That was just a thing that marketers made up. Yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you, I didn't spend that much. No, I definitely fucking. Nor didn't. should you have. Yeah, it, I mean. Obviously, there's the sentimental and romantic aspect, which is still, you know, tied to marketing and stuff of like diamonds are one of the hardest gems in the world. They will not break like this thing. This thing won't scratch. It's going to last forever. It's tough as shit. Um, it's really sparkly. It's been 
forming over the course of millions of years. Yeah, like, I, I get it. But, that being said, really wish diamonds weren't a thing. I... Also, now lab-made diamonds, cheaper than fucking real ones. Yeah, I was going to say... They, like... they, used, they used to be way more expensive. Now they're cheaper. Are lab-made diamonds different than, like, cubic zirconium or whatever the knockoff yeah, is called? Yeah, cubic zirconium is just a gem that is clear and kind of sparkly. Yeah. It's it's not tough like a diamond is. It's not okay. hard. It will scratch. It's not nearly as rare, even though, like, diamond rarity is, like, a controlled scarcity thing. Which Like, is... cubic zirconium is, like, super common. It just looks kind of like a diamond. Which, regardless of... Yeah, the social construct of diamonds being a scam. The diamond industry is fucking horrendous. Yeah, remove the whole blood diamond and history of imperialism and mm-hmm. exploitation that's, I'm sure, still going on in diamond mines. Um, yeah, like, they're they're not nearly as rare as they're made out to be because the people that mine it then hoard them and release yeah. them strategically I- out into the wild to be sold. And total clarity, not the people that mine them directly. This is like a dozen families operating the world's diamond mines and releasing them out into the world at a trickle pace. Mm -hmm. Which, huh, I wonder if... I wonder if that's impeded scientific uh, processes at all because more delicate instruments need quality diamonds, but then they're inflating the... it's unethical. It's unethical on a lot of levels. Yeah, I think it's it's mostly unethical because there's people mining diamonds at very low wages or forced to at the point of death and then reap none of the rewards of right. the diamond mine owners. Like, they, yeah. They're called blood diamonds for a reason. And, like, I get that every diamond sold now is, mm-hmm. like, certified not a blood diamond. Who Who's to it's say? It's not... Yeah, who's? It's just a thing. You can you can I say think. that this isn't a blood diamond. Who? It doesn't mean that it isn't. Yeah, if I call, if I recall correctly, the organization that certifies it's not a blood diamond that tracks that is either wildly incompetent or was started by yeah diamond distributors. Like it's yeah, I. It's like the it's like self policing kind of yeah. kind of shit. I'm sorry. It's this is one of those topics where it's like I'm. Like in the back of my mind, aware of how shitty it is, but then I rarely think about it. So now that I'm talking about it more, I'm just remembering just how dumb this is, just how dumb this all is, <laughs> how terrible it is. Yeah, but it's like not socially acceptable to do anything else. I, I don't like. Mm, mm. Present company withstanding. Hey, if you're out there and you, like, have family rings, no, but you can propose with those. Like, that's fine. If that's an option for you, do it. Nobody's going to look down on you for that. Yeah, no, that is romantic. The thing is, is that you have to have someone in your family that either is willing to give up their engagement ring or you have an old dead relative that wasn't buried with theirs. (laughs) Oh, And you're the one that's going to get it. I I think my family plays that stuff uh, faster and looser. Um, also, I forgot some people do that. 
I forgot some people are like, I want to be buried with my wedding ring or whatever expensive jewelry I have. And I mean, why not? Like, like I, <laughs> I mean, who gives a shit? Like, I don't know. Like, if I'm dying, it's like, nah, let my one of my relatives inherit that. And then, like, it's a family heirloom now and they're always going to remember me. Not, I, I want to be buried with this. It's like, it's not as bad, but it's kind of like people who... Yeah, when I die, put my pet down and bury me with them. Like, it's fucked up. All I'm saying is that people have been buried with things that are important to them for literally all of human history. And for a lot of people, their wedding ring is like a symbol of love for someone. And they they want that to be a a part of them when they die. Because at a certain point, you, you can say... Why are you getting buried at all? You should probably just be cremated. Like I you don't you don't keep it in the afterlife if that's real. I'm pretty sure no, you're not I, walking up to the pearly gates all blinged out people. Like that's I I know Lucas. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't think it's that weird that people do it. It's it's like kind of a an instinctual thing. I mean, yeah, you could just go against their wishes as well and say like yeah no when you die i'm gonna bury you with your wedding ring and then just loot their corpse (laughs) they're not gonna know but it's wasteful kind of wasteful do you understand how stupid it is having an actual burial being put in a casket that's usually metal dressed in clothes with other shit like and then being buried underground and then having a giant-ass rock mark where you are. Like, it, that, that whole thing is stupid. Yeah. But it's totally normal. Like, that is the regular thing to do. Human beings are strange creatures that have invented a lot of poorly thought-out social constructs. And I'm not going to say they don't have a place in culture, in society. I'm not going to say that they don't do some kind of good that bereavement ceremonies like that give people a chance to grieve and find closure. I'm just saying you step back and from a 30-foot view, it's a little like, what are we doing here? Yeah. What what are we doing? I, but, by the time I die, which may be tomorrow, who knows, um, I may have like a different view on this shit, but like I know that I won't have a say in what happens to my body when I die. That being said, if I'm not getting cremated, I just want to be compost. (laughs) (laughs) Toss me out in the woods. I don't care. All right. Um, That is uh, Andrew's living will, uh, legal testament out on the internet for all to hear. And that is going to do it for episode 398 of the Quarantine Cast. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok for highlight clips. Active link in the description if you want to have a collection of great progressive causes. Um, support us through the Anchor Podcast platform or Patreon. Follow us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast for updates. Follow me at Lucas Ryder on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. And... Tuesdays don't have a feel, so I'm not sure what I'm wishing you good luck on, but good luck with your Tuesday, gang. Bye. Bye.